Hello and welcome to Vet Chloe on the Road. Insights from real people making positive change for our planet. I am Chloe, a veterinarian who has an interest in wildlife and all things environmental. And this is a show for people who would like to connect, learn, and prioritize caring for our beautiful green and blue world. Come join me as I travel around Australia in my van, Layla. Let's share all things conservation and meet all the inspiring environmental heroes along the way. And on today's episode, meet two incredibly dedicated kangaroo carers, Kim Hayward and Esther Crage. Esther was one of the vet nurses I've been working with in Port Lincoln, and she took me to Kim's house on a day off on one of her twice weekly visits to spend time with her roo rescue, Reggie, and to kindly introduce me to the other 11 roos in Kim's care. Kim's place is called the Pumpkins Patch Kangaroo Sanctuary, and as soon as we walked into her front door, it was a charming sight. Right there, you see a glass wall to the backyard with a sand pit and maybe five to six kangaroos were lounging as if it was completely normal, yawning, scratching and chilling as if in their own living room. Kim has done a commendable job, lots of work and dedication to provide these roos with the perfect setup. From her family kitchen out back, there is an extensive backyard with everything a roo could think of, complete with a small punching bag for when they want to enjoy a practice kick session, an area of huge palms and vegetation creating shade, a clean low ceiling barn area for the colder winter times, and a hill leading back to a secure fence line for them to explore and bound about. It was kangaroo rescue heaven. As Kim and Esther showed me around, I got to meet all the different roos, a mix of red and western grey kangaroos, and also get to know their personalities, which are all very different. Some are paired off being lovebirds, mutually grooming in the bushes, being Reggie and Rosie. There's also the respected alpha male, the oldest of the group, Tank, at two years, lying out with his two girlfriends flanking him, Bella and Bridie, and the cheeky Boston, aka Boss Man, wanting to grab, play kick and harass us. There is also the lovable Rufus, Roxy, Banjo, Daisy and Magnus. And the youngest Rue, Ruby, at nine months old, was jumping around inside and hopping in her hanging fabric pouch that mimics being inside mum to provide comfort, then joining us on the couch for a cuddle and a feed of milk. I hope that this sets the stage for you. These ladies are the real McCoy when it comes to being Rue Mamas, incredibly inspirational with their unsung service, and I would love for you to meet them. All right, so welcome to the podcast, Esther and Kim. Thank you for being here. No worries. Thank Thank you. you. Yeah, thanks for coming. (laughs) Absolutely. So this is my first sort of interview with two people. So we'll basically just share the questions and just input um, with different questions. Firstly, maybe I'll start with yourself, Kim. Yep. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. So, Um, yeah, I'm just pretty much a homebody, stay at home and... um, yeah, just look after the house and things like that, and and then now my job's looking after roos. Roos caring, <laughs> yes, they caring. So um, it works out good because really looking after roos and joeys, you really do need to have them given twenty four seven care. Right. So you know, it's, it's good that I'm a homebody because I've got the time to yes to do that and look after to them. To do so, so you yeah. raised humans. Now you're yeah, raising yeah, roos. Yeah, yeah, that's right. When well, my kids grew up and went, it's like right, that's it. Now I need to find an animal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Esther, it was through you, um, I'm working at the Lincoln Veterinary Centre and you're one of the vet nurses there yep. and you kindly let me know about Kim because you're also 
involved in the ruse. Um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I came into the ground last year in July when uh, one of my friends messaged me one afternoon at about six o'clock saying she had a, a joey near Elliston and she had no idea what to do with it and she didn't know how to feed it, what to feed it. And I knew a bit about um, wildlife anyway and raising a kangaroo um, through mm. working at the vets and that's okay. been an interest anyway. Yes. So it kind of pushed me to just go for it and hand raise a kangaroo and I came for Kim for info and, mm-hmm. you know... Kim was the go-to yeah, go kangaroo to lady. Kangaroo yeah. guru. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah lovely. Because um, you're also saying, Kim, how your daughter... Um, maternity leave at the moment, but is also a vet nurse at well. the same clinic. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we're all involved. We're all big family. We're all involved yeah. in that. Um, I think on one of my first days, I saw you there at the Rue in your yeah. hand. I was doing consults, but I was just um, so chuffed to see a Rue. I think, um, particularly being a vet in Australia, it is such iconic yeah. um, them as an animal. Yeah, yeah. And um, so, Esther, you kind of got asked um, to help a roo and that's maybe yeah, how you segued yeah. into roo rescue. Yeah. How about yourself Kim, how did you get into specifically roo rescue? Yeah, yeah. Well uh, originally I, I, I never even thought I'd ever have roos, like it just, yeah. she just kind of popped into my lap but my nephew was looking after a little joey for some friends, some, the friends of his got this little joey and they didn't really know how to raise a joey properly and okay. anyway I went around to his house one day and he was like, like I said, looking after it while they went on holidays and this poor little girl, she was skin and bone, like, Aww. you know, they had her in a nappy all the time and just, yes. you know, and um, and at the time my nephew's wife, well, they've got two children and she was due to have another baby that mm-hmm. week, so I just sort of said to my nephew, look, you know, I can take the joey if it gets too much and look after her, yeah. so I was originally just looking after her till the people come back. Right. But I knew, like, I didn't know a lot about kangaroos, but I had a, a general understand that you know that what they need to be on and blah 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 yes and um so and i just basically was like i just can't give her back because yeah. she's, she's gonna die yeah and it just went from there really so i got her and then i really started like studying and looking into kangaroos and how to really look after kangaroos yes. and um Baptism by fire yeah, yeah. and then realizing you know kangaroos they need to be in a mob they know you know they, they'll get depressed by themselves and they right. really need to be in a mob so and you certainly have a mob here now yeah 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 and then tank came along Right. Uh, the, the bigger one out there. So and you started growing the mob. Yeah, yep. well, originally just having the two, and at the time my hubby was like, he loves them now, but at the time he was, oh, you know, two, <laughs> two's and a half, like, you know, yeah, whatever, and I'm sort of thinking, well, I need to get more, but anyway, yes. um, but there's a little bit of a story to that, um, yeah. because Pumpkin, that was her name, she she got to around 12 months old, mm-hmm. because she started her life pretty bad and, mm. you know, um, really undernourished and yeah she mm. um ended up getting around there she got sick and she basically passed away but um oh. uh, tank and pumpkin were just best oh. best mates like you know like literally best mates and um when she got sick tank would um he like he would leave her side he was right. like, like cuddly had his arm around her licking he her needed more ruse to yeah but he was like he understood she was sick and oh. and yeah and yeah was cuddling her and licking her and just was constantly with her and then oh. Obviously, as soon as I realised something was wrong with her, I took her straight to the vets. Yes. And um, and that's probably the only problem sometimes with some vets is obviously they're not real wildlife mm. savvy type of thing. Absolutely. But yeah. um, so we wasn't really sure what was going on with her. So uh, she was getting treated for um, pneumonia, mm. so she was on antibiotics and everything. Yep. We brought her home, um, and then towards the evening she looked like she was picking up a little bit, and I yes. thought beautiful, these antibiotics are working. But the next morning I seen her and she 
yeah, her breathing had started a little bit stronger, and I thought, oh, no. So I took her straight back. Yes. And then up the, they put on stronger antibiotics. Yeah. But by the time the afternoon came around, she all very sudden, her breathing just went really bad, and I looked at her gums, and they were, oh. pat, they were white. Yeah. And I thought, she's going. And I tank came in, and he just sort of came up so far, took a look at her, and he took off. He knew. He knew yeah. she was going. So, um, and then after she passed, like, I sort of sat on the couch and cuddled her and, mm. you know, bawled and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then I actually went and laid her out on the back lawn so that Tank could realise she yes. passed. Yes, And so she was out there for one and a half an hour, 40 minutes with him. Yes. And then just this little area, this area, sorry, here, I used to have plants and stuff. Then I had some fake flowers in there as well. Yep. Anyway, after that time, I went out to um, go get a pumpkin to go bury her. And um, and there was this flower placed oh. on her chest. So oh, that tank had placed on yeah, her. Yeah, tank was the only one out there with her, and he'd actually so placed. So he purposely wanted yeah, to. Yeah, he had actually come up here, oh, got a flower. That's a wonderful story. So he really was acknowledging her passing. Yeah, and that um, oh. and it was after that that I really went wow. Right. There's so much more to kangaroos. Like right. The fact this wasn't going to be a one-off experience. You're going to yeah, keep them going. It. Yeah. So that's. Oh my gosh! That's so this is a wonderful photo Kim is showing. It's um, what like two little white flowers? Yeah. Just placed perfectly on her chest. Actually. Yeah. 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 Oh. And it's amazing because my husband, like obviously, I rang my husband when she passed, absolute mess, and him yes. and my daughter actually come home, and when I first went out the open door and I seen, I just assumed one of them had done it. Mm. And um, but they were out digging the hole. Oh. And I, you know, I sort of asked them when they came up, I said to them, did, did you guys, no, nah, we are out there, you know, so I've said the only, only out there was Tank. Aww. So, Aww. yeah. That so does that, give you a great insight into, you know, them as sort of connected. feeling. Yes. Yeah, beings. Yeah, yeah they're so connected and, and yeah, mm. yeah, they are. They're very, very tight family sort of yes. bonded, you know, together. And so do you find that people in this area just... Um, Rue Rescue, you know, they're hit by cars, I guess is the main yeah, problem. Yeah. Um, and that's how they kind of come into the care of, say, your friend right. Esther and, and your nephew Kim. That's yeah, sort of yeah, how yeah. they came to be Yeah, you know, well, I think the, with Pumpkin, the people had a big property, and I think they actually shot the mum. Oh. Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah. When, oh, they, when they shoot the mother and then realise later that they've oh. got a Joey and then they feel guilty, which is, I feel like, the worst, because they've just gone and shot mum, and if they didn't orphans. shoot Mama yeah, really. Rue. You've just orphaned, yeah. Yeah. And because yeah. we've got mainly, is it wheat and sheep in this area? This yeah, mainly sheep. Yeah. So yeah. They're, the farmers yeah, don't have Rue's well, eating, um, well, competing for the grass. Yeah, well, yeah. there'd be, a, yeah. yeah. And, and fences, stops. I think they, they, can, they can ruin fences by trying to dig under and, okay. um, like digging under yes. and pushing under the fence, which lets their sheep out onto the road. Yeah. Mm. Um, crops as well. They say that they lay in their crops when they're okay. You know, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's kind of this interesting um, relationship with roos in Australia. I find you've got the pest kind of label, mm. um, and I can sympathise with owner yeah. with them. Um, not owners, farmers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. used to saying owners. Um, farmers, I guess, who have a livelihood and that kind of mm. thing. Yeah. Um, but then on the flip side, we've got. Um, ourselves yeah. who yeah. kind of individually care for them and see them as quite precious yeah, individuals. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, oh, look, I, I think it's a pity that most Australians don't see yeah. them a bit more precious because they are. You yeah. know, they're a very unique animal and um, they're our icon and, and I think there's something, you know, people from overseas travel to Australia, not not just for kangaroos, you know, but that's yeah. part of the reason. They want to see kangaroos and exactly, you know, and I just, 
I just wish, and I, I know, I know that if more Australians spent actual time yes. with kangaroos and realised what's to, uh, involved, what, what yes. they are about, yeah. um, that yeah, a lot of Australians different. would feel a hell of a lot different to Because yeah. have you heard of this um, documentary which is coming out, I believe? It might be called Kangaroo, I'll look into it. Yes, but the movie? The movie? Yes, yes. yeah, that's been released. Yeah. Oh, great, have you yeah. watched it? I haven't actually watched it yet, no, no. So it's out, <clears> is it? Yes. Maybe we should all watch it together sometime. Yeah, yeah. Because apparently yeah. it is all about what we're discussing now. Exactly, um, yeah. And trying to promote Ruse. So, actually, um, Esther, you might know this answer, or both of you, which is on... Um, I guess I didn't realise, now I'm in a South Australia, um, that... Um, Rouge we can't release back into the wild. Yeah, so, yeah. That's, yeah that's the law in South Australia. We cannot release okay. rescued orphaned kangaroos that we've hand reared. So, yes. re- hand reared, sorry. They have to be either taken into a sanctuary or put to sleep pretty okay. well. They can't be, it's a, completely illegal to yeah. Um, yeah, release is them the, back um, out into the wild. Is the reasoning behind that for safety? Because they they bonded with humans, or well, is it a... Yeah, I'm not actually sure why yeah. South Australia is different, but every other state in Australia is, um, they, they are they to be are released. It's almost the opposite. You yeah. can't keep them, unless, unless there's a yeah, reason that's why, why they can't. Yeah. They don't think they can go back to the wild, you yeah. have to put them down. So, yeah. um, this is sort of a, 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 you know, a different... It's completely yeah, different. Completely so, different. And, I, and originally, when I first started getting the, the, the kangaroos, I was kind of like, I'd look at the other states, and i think, geez, we're really lucky, but now I'm going... I'm going to get pretty full here soon. <laughs> now, what happens to the rest of the kangaroos? Yeah. And that, that's that's yes. what does my head in. Because Life like expect- expectancy is so broad for captivity roos. Like, ah. going from eight years, or five to eight years out in the wild, they can get up to 20 in captivity. Or even a bit further sometimes. More, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. you know, that's a lot. So it's long time. Long time. Until yeah. you can fit more in. Yeah. Because how many roos do you have presently, and how many do you think you've... I've, I've got 12 yes. um, presently. Um, oh, you know, I'm, I'm at that sort of stage now where I'm bordering on the thing of, you know, I don't want to overcrowd. So, okay, yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, because it's, you know, for health reasons and yes. all, you know, for the kangaroos. So I'm just, I'm just sort of sitting back right now and I'm just waiting for the, the little uh, ones to grow up that bit bigger. Just sort of, I'm yes. just sort of feeling my way with it. Yes. But and is it just word of mouth as to who's getting to you? Yeah, um, some, quite often the vets will ring. Yeah, because um, yeah, they um, know of you and... Yeah, and it's now... It's generally through vets that, I guess, rescues get funneled through. Most of the um, time, people don't know. Yeah, they get yeah, one yeah. and they think, what do we do? Um, yeah. Or they have a go themselves and realise how hard it is and yeah. that they aren't doing quite everything the means to yeah. raise a joey because it is a lot harder than most people think. Yeah, You know, yeah. toileting, feeding every, you know, depending on how big they are, feeding every three hours or every four to... Every three yeah. hours. And then you can, you know, start not going through the night once they hit a certain age, but, you know, they some people just think twice a day will be fine, but mm. whereas they need a lot more yeah. than that. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that brings me to my next question, which is, um, you kind of started to answer it, but um, what does it involve, um, caring for a room? Guess depends on their age. <laughs> yeah, it does yeah. a lot. Like if they're pinkies, um, you know that you know they've got so a bit hairless, hairless, actually, yeah, pink. pinkies, yeah. yeah. So what that, age is that then? Oh, look, that would be you know, three months. Yeah, 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 sort of. I haven't actually really raised any pinkies yet. Oh, three, but three to six months. Five yeah, six sort of around probably four or five months. I start yeah, getting, getting a, they start getting yeah. the, you know fur and that okay. type of thing and um. Yeah, so I mean they're a lot more hard to work because you're you're feeding them, you know, that little ones and every two hours sort of thing. And they have to have yep. another. They've got to be kept. Yeah, yeah they've got like to be kept. A heat pad or a and what are you water feeding bottle? them? Actually, I saw with Ruby before. You've got like a milk. Yeah. Kind yep. of yep. mix. 
yeah, that's uh, an actual proper um, kangaroo milk. Kangaroo yeah, milk. so it's Wambaroo is what I use, and yes. so that's a specific um, yeah. milk. So because um, kangaroos are actually uh, lactose intolerant, so yes. so a lot of times people will find a joey and they'll just think. I'll just give it milk and of course then it starts and then once you start the diarrhea you you turn to into all sorts of a mess. It's quite quite yes. Yes. all the good bacteria is gone. Yeah, These yeah. guys are all gut. I mean if you look at their anatomy, yeah. tiny thoraxes, gut. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and exactly. you know, they're much like I guess rabbits and horses, yep. hind gut fermenters, so yep. you've got to be careful yeah. of diet. And also I was thinking antibiotics, what would I give a roux without disturbing that flora? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, most um, of the time there's a lot that does disturb it. So yes, you know, yeah. It's, yeah, so it's a lot hard that's a lot yeah, it's a lot harder than yeah what people think and so and the stress factor too yeah you know okay, yeah. stress and the stress can bring diarrhea on as well and and stress can bring myopathy on as well yep right so explain what myopathy is myopathy is a disease that they contract but it's due to stress so or the muscles yeah isn't it? it's so dark. but it can happen either straight away or it can be months later yeah. it's like so if they get a fright if, if they yeah, yeah, if if they they get, get a fright, it's like the lactose acids yeah and yes. it's build up and then it starts destroying yeah, the muscles. their muscles and kidneys and, it makes and, and they yeah, yeah. yeah. they do get like secondary um, kidney and, and yeah. pneumonia yeah and pneumonia from yeah, yeah yeah from the um, myopathy it's so <laughs> yeah but it can it can hit them it can hit them quickly um, yeah. or it can be months later so sometimes I can have a really bad scare and still be normal and then all of a sudden get myopathy Whoa. and yeah, yeah it suddenly so. hits quite acute but it yeah. The trigger was even a months, months later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why sometimes people you can have, have a, take a joey in and then end up losing it, and you're trying to work out why did I lose it. But it could have been the trauma wow. from mum being hit and it, it, whoever yeah. rescued it, you how they did so it. You feel so vulnerable, and, you know, because oh, yeah. you, you're, you you're emotionally you're input, <laughs> and um, yeah. it's such a fragile. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. And that's the people need to have that understanding if they're taking on a joey. You know, not only on, on the correct things to do for them, but also. The correct thing to do is like you don't want to have a house that's got dogs running through it and people in and out and kids mm. running around wanting to hold the you know because you you know you stress them out stress and sometimes they don't show that they're overly stressed yeah. but they're stressing like yes. mm. you know so you've really got to be careful on all them factors got and you. and with these guys here being raised in not well not in town but you know there's <laughs> lots going on and, and they've now got to get used to all these different noises so yes. and it's been a matter of um in just um exposing them gently yes. and uh, watching how they react and you know that type of thing and slowly but surely like now I can go out there with my, my, my ride on, <laughs> my whippersnipper you know nothing all that, bothers nothing bothers yeah. you know now, oh, like, they'll stand up and have a look and I you know, I'll just say it's alright guys sort of thing and, and the I have, TV used to like not stress him yeah. out but Reggie if I turned on the TV and it was louder you know he'd fret and go straight back right. into his couch and so they do it was just slowly yeah, they, even, yeah. so different people um, reaching their hand in to his pouch when it wasn't mum like me. They know yes. your scent. Yes. Um, taking him to work every day for those three months, um, it was quite hard not to let everyone just touch him. Like ah, he wasn't just to show off. To, so yeah, and they want to. So it was a bit hard for yeah. me. You to just take can't him to work. treat them like oh, a, a pet, cute puppy like it's or yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. no, a baby that they need protecting. You know, that needs protecting. Yeah. Mm. So I was quite a a at root in that situation. Yeah. <laughs> trying yeah. to defend off everyone that was trying to show my little baby off, and I was like, no, that's not what it's about. You yeah. Know, I'm protecting him, you the know. The world and him, yeah. 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 And so, show. as a pinky, you were saying up to, what, four to five months, um, feeding quite regularly? Yeah. Initially, every yeah. three hours, even? So you're, yeah, you're like two hours when they're little. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so you're up 
every two hours to feed Whoa. through and the day. So Ruby, is she your youngest Ru at the moment? Yes, yeah, she is. So yeah. how old is she? She's on she the would, bottle. Yeah, she is. She'd be around, I reckon, around nine months. Okay, and how often do you feed her? Uh, now, she's she's gone down to three bottles a day. Great, so she's, she's happy, I guess. Yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, well, last, uh, like the last sort of six months when all the others, I had eight yeah. little ones and I was Whoa. pretty they much all like four off. bottles a day and then we tried, you know, um, who was it? It was Reggie, Banjo and Rosie and Rosie all and then we dropped them to three bottles and that was just like a lifesaver. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, that's it when they okay. go down. But, you know, yeah. you've got to give them, you've got to, you know, like you've got to go so by their weights. They're and, all numbed <clears> quite a while in the wild. Oh, yeah. Really. Yeah, so well. So when do they actually stop drinking milk and Chewing grass, I guess there's a transition period where they yeah. chew grass, have milk. Yeah, well, they'll um, just hang out of mum's pouch and, and they'll just normally nibble, like, before they've even really started eating solids, but they'll just nibble and play with bits of bark and leaves yeah, dirt. and dirt. Because uh-huh. they, they obviously yeah. eat the dirt for the gut. And grass roots and that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, but, Ruby, at nine months, when do you expect her to be off the bottle? Oh, around 14 months, the reds Ooh, come okay. off. Yeah, yeah. The um, Western greys, they're, they're longer. So they, right. they, they get kicked out of mum's pouch around 10, 11 months, around that okay. area. And then they, but they'll still drink from mum until they're 18 months. Wow. So they take a lot longer. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. those are fascinating. They have that, um, you know, ability to have multiple stages of mm. young on Yeah, them. yeah. So... The three main roos in Australia are the red, the eastern grey, and the western, western grey. So yeah. you've got the red and the western grey yep, here. Yep. Any eastern grey, or it's no, not not Australia? Yeah. No, but we do get euros around yeah. here. So, so they're like a wallaroo. Little, yeah, yeah, they're, oh, yeah. So they're, they're called wallaroos in um, other states. Okay. And Euros here. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to yeah. Look into that. Well, yeah. Roos, it's like a combo. Yeah. 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 They're very and, like short and stumpy kind yeah. of. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they don't actually yeah. have fur, fur. They have more hair. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. quite long. Like okay. Yeah. yeah. Really They're quite long. cute. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. lovely. So, in any here, and you're a mob of people. No, no. No. But yeah. one day, I'd like to have yes. a Euro. <laughs> but apparently, they're quite naughty. So yeah, they are. Yeah. Chew everything. Yeah. Yeah. So cute. This is just a general question about ruse, and then I might ask about the individuals that you guys look after. Um, but how would you, um, maybe starting with Esther, and but how would you describe ruse as a personality? Um, I guess you know cats and dogs. Um, are they? Oh, they're nothing like. <coughs> sorry. How would you describe <coughs> them to people that may have never met a ruse? Oh, they're full of, like, oh, they're just all so different. Everyone out there is completely different. You right, couldn't yeah. say one's like another. They might have like similar aspects but they've yes. all got completely different personalities you know one one might like grapes more than the other one like might like warm pear or cold pear like yeah. they all have their different you know favorite what? things love they all love almonds do they say that. <laughs> they all love almonds but you know they've all got so many different personalities and like some like to be cuddled some like to be just you know kissed not touched you know mm. some yeah they're so it's hard to different. say whether they are an affectionate or non-affectionate animal because you get a mix of both well, then sometimes they have their grumpy afternoons where they don't want to bar of you uh-huh. you know yeah, yeah so. I, just, I tend to say that they're they're, they're all affectionate yeah definitely yeah. but some are more than others yes. that type of thing but describing them like you said before like a you said like a cat dog i'd actually put them in the category of that if something to, to describe them is it's almost like a cat mm. in the fact of they, they, they choose if they want to come to you know ah, what I mean you know there's yeah. no like a dog going come here you know they, they, they're just ignorant yeah. to that. Like, that's yeah. the right word or whatever yeah, but yeah, they, yeah. Um, 
yeah, you know, they're yeah. more like a, like a cat, sort of, you know, I'll come and to you when I want, or, I'll, you know, you can be calling them and they're just like, meh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so in, in that part Cats of it... Cats are more work as yeah. pets. That's yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, in, in, the, in the way of their thinking, to me, they, they're, they're mm. more... And you can bribe them with yeah. food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How so. would you, um, what do you think their intelligence level is? I mean, they're curious, obviously. Yeah, um, I'm definitely curious. Yeah, yeah. yeah they can be very curious. And, and, and for example, that um, the laying of a flower. flower yeah, and yeah. that's what's that's that's the whole thing that I thought, my mm. God, there's so much more to these guys yeah. in their thinking and everything, yes. be, just because of that thing, yes. you know, that flower. I was just yeah. like that blew me away. <laughs> so that's so what I mean. There's so much more to them. The depth of caring. We still don't really know them. Like, no, you know, you no. still find out something new every time. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. A, a red kangaroo can sit on its tail and groom itself, whereas a grey can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even just that. That blew my mind when I. First so what, it can it. Lean back? Yeah, it can lean back and sit on its tail. So it flips its tail underneath between oh, its yes. legs the other mm. way, and then it sits back onto it like and grooms its chair. tail. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and groom their tail. And, yeah. and I've never, I never oh, saw that before. Brilliant. And they'd be good yeah. to take the food to so chew it up again. Chew it up again. So, so yeah, the rest do. Uh, oh no, and the greys. Yeah. yeah, but they're funny because they they, they do a funny kind of. <laughs> I'll display this for you, but. You see them standing there, and then you see them. And it's almost like they do that wave, uh, and, yeah. and they're like, and then the, the reds do this with their arms, <laughs> and then they, and they chew it up. And um, it's like a cow, so yeah, chewing like, yeah, the cud, yeah, and then they, yeah. And apparently, I mean, I've never seen it, but I've heard it's green or something. But um, they love it. And if other kangaroos smell that they've done it, they want to come up for a lick too. They want some so of it. Not so every, not all their food, they do it, but. Sometimes they will. Mm. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Qu- yeah. Not yeah. not all the time, but yeah. yeah, no, you do see them. I mean, Sometimes the first time when Tank did it, I mew. never even knew about this. I thought, and I thought he was choking. choking. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! I was like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? What do yeah. I do? Like, and then he just settled down and started chewing like a cow, like yeah. a cow type. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, fascinating! Yeah. There's so much to learn. And yeah. so, out of the um, individuals that you have, maybe describe a few personalities. Um, I know you've got one in particular, yeah. um, Esther, but. Maybe we'll start with Tank. Is he um, Tank? Yeah, Tank. He's um, he's a pretty. Let me just highlight a few. Yeah, what they're like. His personality is he's pretty chilled, but he can be. He can tend to have that kind of a alpha. Uh, yeah, he's, he's definitely got the alpha yeah, um, got the thing alpha. going on. But he can, you know, he can be. He, he'll come up. He'll like to give him a little bit of a pat every now and then. But it's like that's enough. And I think he's like a man. I'm a man, <laughs> you know. Like you know, I'm the man. You're showing his two girlfriends that like yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Then he's got his two girlfriends out there. But and then there's Glady and Bella, and um, and they're very sweet. Both very sweet girls. But Bella's more like she'll come right up to him. She'll this one give me four little she'll kisses. Oh. She'll give you kisses and liquor, lick, lickers, licks. <laughs> And, um, you know, she's kind of wants to really be around you a lot more, whereas Bridie's kind of happy for you to walk past and just give her a pat yeah. and then, you know, yes. off, you know, off she goes. Yes. Yeah. Every now and then she's really up for a chin scratch, but it's kind of when you only have one person out there. Yeah. I think she's a bit more standoffish if you have a lot of people out there because she's mm-hmm. just like, oh, she's I can't quite pick who's yes. the person I can trust. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. And then you've got that little one, like Boss Man, who, uh, <laughs> yes. who he's just a little, he's just a little dude. Little he, he's just a little dude. If he was a kid, he would be everywhere. that little kid. He'd be Bart Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> he would be Bart, Bart Simpson. Simpson. Yeah. yeah. I can Definitely. see that. Yeah. yeah. So his yeah. name's Boston, but I've started calling him Boss Man, because he's just, he's just got a... He's, he's, so, he's, he's so, just got a strut about him he where has, he like, looks at you and it's just like... What are you looking at? <laughs> yeah, and like, like yeah, but again, yeah, he's, he's so but cuddly. He's, yeah, too. Like, he would so love cuddly. to sit in your lap. Yeah. Yeah. Is he? He wanted to sort of, you know, grab your hand,
He's very playful. It's quite fun very to see playful. all these different um, life stages of the ruse. Yeah. Because um, yep. he's obviously in that still exploring learning skills yep. stage yep. Um, from his mums. Yeah. Um, yep. And then, Reggie, that's your um, babe, isn't it, Esther? Yeah. So, what's Reggie like? Reggie is extremely cuddly. He, <laughs> I can pick him up any any time, and he'll just want to cuddle, oh. um, unless it's because Rose, unless Rosie's ran away and he has to follow her. Right. But um, yeah, I come around at least twice a week just for my cuddles with Reggie and oh, to make sure he doesn't forget me. And you know, we come inside and he's just straight on my lap, and he'll just you know stretch Aww. right out on my lap and then just have a nap Aww. and suck on my shirt like he used to as a little baby so he really recognized you as mum and yeah, yeah. It's which nice is brilliant comforting for him to see brilliant. you yeah. i love it because i wasn't sure too because obviously he's not yeah. here with me all the time ah, yes. i was wondering you know yeah, but i he, was worried that he'd yeah, completely forget he, me and he i was remember my Esther very much yeah, yeah. Mm. it's very nice oh it's yeah. lovely yeah. yeah and um we saw him and rosie in the back so yeah. they are a bit of a couple yes yeah. they're oh my god they're a couple um yeah so some rooms pair off and we were discussing that a little bit outside um that that can be seen in the yeah. wild and here well yeah. i'm not sure about in the wild I've, yeah, i mean exactly. it's hard to know in, in the mob situation yes. but definitely here um i bet if you oh, tracked them long enough and you well followed the exactly mobs, you probably, probably find would. it yeah, and i would probably say they do yeah they probably have you know well other kangaroos that they feel more comfortable with that they with, hang out more yeah. and that type of thing so but i can't 100 percent say that because i haven't seen yeah. it but um, well, these guys, like I said, Reggie and Rosie, they just they're together all the time. All the time. If you, oh. you, you look for them and they go you know, up in the afternoon, up the back of the corner of the paddock, and they have yeah. their moment under the under the sunset and oh. sitting under the tree, just laying but always to touching each other, each other yeah. and cuddling. Yeah. And they've got you know legs stretched out, touching Rosie's belly oh. or something like that. But also, too, Reggie has sometimes he has come away from Rosie. And he's actually started pairing up with Tank, the Ooh, big male. Yeah. And um, but it's almost like Tank's teaching him. It's like Reg because he's older than the other Joes. Mm. It's like it's come up to that next level, and um, they play fight. Ah. So, but Tank is so gentle with him, like yeah. you know. But they'll you know they like Reggie puts his head right back on his back, and they you know they're doing they this grab and, and he grabs him and he's got him in a headlock and that. But every, everything's just gentle. gentle. It's and like it's just like, like a big I'm brother showing, showing yeah. you know, right. this is how yeah. you you know that type of thing. So they and then they do that a lot then too. So oh, and then cool. you've seen before like Tank when uh, I think it was Magnus when yeah. whatever, but they're not quite at that stage yet. Yeah. Sort of thing. So yeah. Yeah. yeah but, it's lovely yeah. seeing these sort of wild instincts, yet they can you know bond with humans. Yeah. So it's kind of this unique. Yeah. Um, dynamic. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess their role here, although they're not going to be released, it's just sort of education and, yeah. you know, they deserve to live, really, yes, right? Definitely. It's that kind of idea that um, they're precious and mm. we should still invest in them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, because a, a lot of Australians have. If maybe you've gone to an animal park and maybe patted one and given it a bit of food. Yeah. But you don't get much out of that. Yeah. yeah. And don't understand. And then apart from that, see them in the wild or whatever. But. That, and that's where I'm. I just love it. If people are interested in kangaroos, uh, you know, come up for sure. Come up, mm. spend some time with them because yeah. what I've seen out of kangaroos now, I'm just like, my God. I just know if a lot more of Australians knew mm. exactly what a kangaroo was about, as in their yeah. emotions, and you know, um, there'd be a, a bit of majority change their mind. Change their mind about yes. how you know because a lot of people again they just hear from the news maybe or whatever farmers and you know kangaroos are a pest and mm. that's all they hear and again they don't have any interaction with them yeah. and so and yeah, that's all they hear so yeah yeah, yeah. And um, 
I but if they realise just yeah, like I said, that, you know, just the fact that that with that flower that they hurt, they love, they yeah. you know all of that as well. Yeah, yeah. and that's what. And I, I mean, they all remember me every week, so that's also I'm not someone that lives here, but they still remember you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. 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 come back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's that's where I'm kind of. Oh, I don't know, like I said, I don't know how, you know, but yeah, like I said, just anybody that so, want to come yeah, up and see so and spend time. Also motivate you as well, um, you know, them as individuals, but also trying to get other people yeah. and insight into them. And do you think you've changed people's perception? Yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah. I yeah. changed my own sister's perspective. Had yeah. 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 When she um, came around just before Christmas, well, I had both of my sisters out here. One was more... Um, you know, around wildlife a lot more than the other. And she had her mind changed on them altogether. She re- never realised how cuddly they could be. She'd mm. seen them at, um, you know, a local, like, Glen Forest here in Lincoln. And she said they were, like, just sitting there and doing nothing. Whereas ah. here they were a lot more interactive and yes. wanting to, you know, suss you out and all that kind of thing. So she even learned a lot just coming here for half an hour. Mm. She yeah. never realised that they all had all these different personalities. She just thought, you know, that's a red kangaroo, that's yeah. a grey kangaroo. And you I think know, then you have all someone, the yeah, then you have someone out there just in the world who's sort of an advocate for them. If anything came up in conversation, yeah. um, might yeah. go to bat for them. And I think <laughs> just yeah. in general, yeah. Um, yeah. we need to yeah. value our wildlife. Yeah. Sometimes it's oh, hard in life. We can feel a bit insignificant. We're just a cog in the wheel about this big um, monster of stuff that's yeah. going on. I mean, mm. luckily, um, I believe the route is stable. You know, there's millions out there, but they still get... Um, Hit and killed and culled and yeah, they are actually they are actually more. dwindling though. There's yeah. um, in some parts of Australia they definitely they've been doing like lots of culls and like New South Wales and local extinction is a thing. Like maybe not Australia wide. Yes, exactly. But you still like, want, yeah, you yeah. want everyone to locally have their roots. Yeah, and so. that's what that is what's happening in a lot of areas. Yeah. Like locally they um, are going and down. And when they say oh there's millions of them, it might be in a particular area, but it's only because they've come from far and wide for water. Yeah, you know yeah. when we've had droughts and things like that. Sure, there might be millions yeah. in one spot, but it's only because they've travelled far and wide, all yeah. for yeah. the the water sitting by the side yeah. of the road when it's just rained because it collects there or something like that. Yeah. So um yeah, always taking care on the road and you know yes. just mm. making you know having another eye out on the corner of the road just yeah. to make sure you don't hit any or not to avoid it but yeah. you know just taking that extra thought out of it well it's probably you know yeah. you know really it's, i mean it's unavoidable sometimes yeah. but it's probably a good time not to travel in dawn and dusk yeah because you know, that, oh, yeah. that's when you know you, you're oh, pretty much gonna, yeah. yeah you know that type Most of thing that's when, that's when you're generally going to have um you know, a problem Traveling. in that way. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, but... Um, that would yeah. be heartbreaking. And then what if you didn't fully kill it? And, oh, God, the yeah. agony of... What and then also, too, if she's got a joey in her pouch. Exactly. You know, um, she, people a might joey, not check. And yeah, and a joey can last in the pouch for, you know, two, three, yes. three four days. Yeah. Um, Do you guys have wires in this area? Is that... Um, no. Is that wildlife caring group? Yeah, I think that's... call up and they can go? Yeah, it's a state. We... A friend of mine and myself, we, we actually have started up a little bit of it... Um, of a what do you call it, like a page? Yeah, uh, oh, yes. you know. Facebook page that has become a go-to for people. So we've kind Great. of spread the news between like the vets and yes. um, uh, just people in the area as well to say, you know, this is the you, you know if you find a joey, mm. this is where to either take them or to find yeah, out a rescue who you can take them yeah. to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's it. So, sort of because you know I sort of thought you know like what what happens like somebody find or what actually <laughs> happened was um. Um, I just got to think now. I uh, can't remember the name, but anyway, a wildlife place in Adelaide rang me, and um, she had got a phone call from somebody here that hit ah. a, a, actually found a joey on its own, 
did not do so. Um, anyway, it, it, she rang me to say, can you go to the right. or whatever? And then the lady was going to ring it back, and somewhere in, the, in that mess, the, the, the phone got cut off or something, and ah. it never got quite part to her giving me her, yes. my phone number. Yes. Um, so, and so we was waiting, and I had my, went around and flipped all my heaters on, getting all ready and stuff, and... Um, and we were hoping this lady was going to ring back again, but we never ended up. So we were like, what's going to happen to that, Joey? Mm. That type of thing. And, and I started Just thinking, like, they, down, yeah. We, yeah, we need to have something local yes. <clears throat> that people can go, well, there's some local people here that you can take them to. Wonderful, yeah. So, and like I said, at the, at the stage of my life, um, there's only so many I can keep here. But <laughs> ideally, my dream is to, oh, yeah. um, I'd love to sell here and move on to bigger land oh, yeah. um, so that I can actually take more kangaroos in. Yes. Um, have a bigger network. Um, yeah, yeah. Like we, we, we would be happy to, you know, buy, you know, bigger land and whatever. Yeah. But the trouble is for us, it's the expense of the fences. Like, yes. um, I mean, just what you've seen out there, that was eight thousand dollars just to do wow. them fences. Yeah. So you can imagine if you wanted to Maybe do a ten, uh, ten acre uh, block. Yeah, you have to do some fundraising or try and well, yeah, that's that's yourself. It. Yeah, yeah that's that's the hardest thing. And I sometimes I, look, I don't know government wise, but I just wish. Yeah. Would, you know, as in Port Lincoln, we've got the um, Coffin Bay National Park, mm-hmm. we've got the Lincoln National Park, so we're pretty much surra- surrounded by two national parks. Yeah. We're a long way from Adelaide. The law is in South Australia you can't release. Yeah. So um, I, I would love it if we, if we, there was some kind of a uh, funding yes. or something that just to help with, with the fencing. Yes. Um, I'm happy to keep taking them in yeah. and looking after the kangaroos. So. And I feel like, you know, it's kind of frustrating kind of idea of government um, deciding these things but I guess as people if we mm, experience yeah. things um, change have different values from yeah. what we're exposed to um, maybe we can put them under pressure and, yeah, and say yeah, this is yeah. a priority for yeah. us and it is because like I said they are they're a special yeah. animal and you know like you, you mentioned before that uh, the fact of you know how they can you know they can have be pregnant with a joey they can have yes. a joey in the pouch and a joey at foot and, and sometimes like speaking to people they think that kangaroos breed like rabbits where they don't mm, no. they can literally only have one joey per year yes so even though she's got one at foot that's last year's joey yes. the one in the pouch is this year's joey yeah. exactly it takes that long for them to grow and they can also um you know reserve the growth for that they joey. Can. yeah if, if, hold if it. they you know yeah. they, they can conditions hold it not right yeah if conditions aren't right if they don't they know that they don't have green around for that joey to yes. survive at five months old once they're starting to explore yes. as a pouch you know more than that more at eight months old but um they can like tell that oh my joey's not going to have enough water to survive yeah. i'll hold that down you yes. know and keep that mm. as a jelly bean yeah. for another couple of months or even six months you know yeah. mm. so that is fascinating, fascinating. You know, i don't think any other animal can no 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 and i'm yeah. and I'm, the um well what i've heard anyway that apparently the um the when the females and in, in, in like let's say they've got a small mob they can actually determine the sex of their joey as well so because obviously because they're a mob animal they want to keep mm, and so the female kangaroos will always stay in the mob with obviously your males eventually you know they'll get to a certain like they'll fight mm. with the alpha and then they might get kicked out or they might have to hang on the, you know, yeah. the outline sort of thing so they will generally have more female joeys okay. earlier and then have male ones later so, so clever there's some kind of intelligence you yeah, know, yeah, in yeah, the background. yeah 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 and um you know it's just been wonderful chatting to you ladies about them um, and no I think you're doing some great work and it's just lovely to um, see what you're doing, meet your babies. Yeah. Um, and is there anything else you want to say? I mean, I guess just for people to... Oh, well, I suppose the only thing I'd like to say, and it's ch- just chucking it out there, but if yeah. anybody hears this and they do want to help, I mean, yes. 
that huh yeah oh, you know, have your details on the show yes, notes yeah and, that'd um, be amazing maybe your facebook group just flick it over yeah yeah, yeah. it's so costly very it's, costly. it's costly yeah but um you know, I don't know, I, somewhere there's got to be some rich person out there that loves animals that goes, I want to put your fences up for you. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm only I'm one like person. A, a single 20 kilo Wombaroo bag of formula is $400. Wow. Yeah. And that would last less than two months. Yeah, for last, last me, no, no for, for, for the, for the, the that, that I've got. Yeah, 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 so last me, it was just over five weeks, I reckon, five yeah. and a half weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah, sort of thing. So, but then you've got the sexing too, because obviously that's part of South Australia ah, rules. Yes. And um, they have, the males have to be the sex. Yes. So, and, and we charge at the vets, do we? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, and then you've <laughs> got your. I was doing it. And then you've got your technus injections and you know all that kind of stuff and you know yeah. that's, but it all builds up and um. So these guys know. are injected with tetanus. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, they have the five in one. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's a, a very very reasonable request and it's you know for goodness sake it's for good cause so certainly if anyone's out there that's listening or wants to share this podcast with someone who might that would be yeah. wonderful. Get in touch yeah. with Kim and Esther. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. All I want to do is you know be able to provide these guys with a home for the rest of their lives. Yeah. You know so. Yeah. 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 Well, I really applaud you for what you're doing, and keep up the good work. Thank and um, I'll um, I'll keep in touch with both of you as yeah. to how you're going. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Thank you. And thanks, yeah. Esther. Thank you. <laughs> no worries. Thank you. Very much appreciate it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed and learned a few things about what is involved in Roo Rescue and what this incredible creature, the kangaroo, is all about. They have stolen our hearts and certainly are an Australian icon. Kim and Esther want to inspire others to fully respect the kangaroo, which is native to this land. And if you would like to collaborate and help Pumpkin's Patch Kangaroo Sanctuary, they will have a Facebook page up soon. Please get in touch with myself, messaging via the Vet Chloe Facebook or Instagram, or my email, info at vetchloe.com. And if you can, do go and watch the film Kangaroo, as mentioned. Link is in the show notes. Show notes, as always, you can check out by simply scrolling up in the podcast app or going to my website, vetchloe.com. There is a great preview for Kangaroo the movie there on that link. And unfortunately, you cannot yet watch it online, but it will be showing in Perth soon, next week on the 23rd of February, and in Sydney on the 8th of March. Wish it was playing in Hobart, Tasmania, as that is where I'm heading next, but I will just have to hold out for it. And if you like this show, I'll be most grateful if you could tell a friend, subscribe, rate and review on iTunes, or even follow me on Instagram at VetChloe to share the adventures. Next episode, every hump day morning, put on a cuppa or relax into your drive or however you like to enjoy your podcasts as we have a chat with Dr. Ian Smith, a zoo veterinarian here at the Adelaide Zoo. I've yet to meet Ian again as in August 2011 in my final year of vet school as one of my electives, I did a zoo placement at Adelaide Zoo, shadowing Ian for a month. It was fantastic. I absolutely loved it. So many amazing memories. To name a few, we did dental work on the kangaroos, ultrasound of the panda, vaccinated the sea lions, x-rayed a chimp's arm. It really opened my eyes to a whole new world, which I certainly found inspiring. Let's find out what Ian and the Adelaide Zoo are currently up to and how zoos may play a role in conservation. Till then, stay kind and I'll see you at the next stop.